All right, everybody, I'm back. This is a special episode dedicated to my man Tucker, and he reached out to me via email at therantEli.com or at therantEli at gmail.com. And he said, Don't know if this falls into your repertoire, but if you could go on a rant about how the pace of baseball or the pace of play of baseball is going to ruin the sport if they don't fix it. Well, Tucker. Let me tell you, I haven't really had many people reach out to me. In fact, you are the first. And let me tell you, I didn't think people really cared that much about baseball of this new generation, which is surprisingly true, and I'm going to get into all of that right now. So I have a lot of hot takes about baseball, and the good thing about baseball is there's so many statistics about it that'll back up my points and so that everyone will be able to understand And all the baseball nerds out there, they document everything. Even at this point of the season, which we are, so it is now June 4th when I'm recording this. So uh, all my stats are pretty up to date as of right now. So we can really compare why the game and the pace of the game is really destroying the game. And it's also causing the overall ratings of baseball to plummet. And it's horrible for the sport. So I'm going to go first off answer Tucker's question is, is the pace of baseball ruining the sport? I will say yes. So let's take a look at our stat sheet that we have up here. And the really interesting thing is we, through this stat sheet that I'm using, it's a, it's at www.baseball-reference.com slash league slash MLB slash miscellaneous. So this is year by year miscellaneous rankings. You can go look at these. I'm not bullshitting them. They're hundred percent off the internet. I assume they're correct. This guy has it pretty much from 2019 currently, and he goes all the way back in time to 1876 with some stats here, which is crazy. I mean, he doesn't have them all filled out. So 1911 is when he actually has almost all the stats and the stat record like really there, which is crazy. So you can go back and look at all this from baseball forever ago which is interesting. Anyway, so where we are right now, so there's only been 885 games played. I assume this gets updated um, quite frequently, and that's not really the big deal, but right now we are at an average time per nine-inning game, so this isn't like the time will be inflated based on games that go into extra innings and blah, 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 but I want to stick with times per nine innings. So that's three hours and three minutes, and that is three minutes Right now, at this point, it's three minutes longer than 2018. And that's a problem because the league implemented a bunch of rules to try to make the game faster. Like the whole pitching rule where if I have a relief pitcher, I can't bring the relief pitcher in and then have him face one batter and immediately yank him. He's got to face, I think it's a minimum of three batters until he's allowed to leave and not be a relief pitcher anymore. Because there used to be the whole thing of like, oh, I'm going to get my righty pitcher in to face off against their best lefty hitter or vice versa or whatever. But that's no longer allowed. So Because that really slowed down the game, apparently. But if you actually look at these stats, right? So if we go back just to 2010, right? An average game was two hours and 50 minutes. So that's 13 minutes slower than we are at this point which is incredible to think that the game has gotten slower based on all these rules to implement to make the game go faster. 
that's a big problem because right now it's drive. I, I would say it's probably a catalyst point of who wants to go sit at a ballpark for three hours. Not now, remember when I talk about sports, I'm talking about for the casual fan. I'm not talking about for the baseball head who's obsessed or the guys who follow every single game and watch every single game and get the, uh, get the MLB network and uh, pay for that like extra innings package to watch all the baseball games. This is not you who I'm talking about. This is the average fan, right? This is the guy who works a nine to five job, follows baseball when he can, takes his kids to a couple games a year, right? They're not going. Statistics say they're down. Last year's attendance at this point, last year's attendance at this. So this was from, M, uh, from ESPN. They said that at this point last year, and if you take the two numbers, attendance is down 1.4% from last year's attendance. So that's 26,850 thereabouts. And last the year before that is 20. So last year was 27,242. So it's a 1.4% drop at just the exact point in the season, which is crazy to me. And that's also inflated attendance because um, the like when you actually look at it, they don't record the same attendance. Um, I'm sorry, it's no that that's that's the inflated attendance because in normal games, if you have a doubleheader and the crowd stays for a doubleheader, they just count the doubleheader game as a zero. So this is inflated, like with the doubleheader games. So if you look at it without, like if you just take the zeros and add them in, really attendance is at 23,000, which is still low. Obviously that would be dumb because you need to add in the doubleheader games because people are still watching them. But the point is that attendance is down. The games are still long, even though they've tried to make them, to make them shorter, they're still long. In fact, they're three minutes longer at this point, like I said, than last year. And the truly crazy part is that through all this, we are seeing less and less people watching baseball when it matters. So these numbers don't mean anything because these games, like there's, there's 166 games, right? That's a, for each team. That's a boatload of games. No one wants to watch that many games. And the average fan doesn't watch that many games. The average fan, I guarantee you probably watches less than 20 games of baseball. So, but when baseball games matter, which is in October, we've actually seen through the years, just over the last three years that not only has the P has, it's not affecting at the game attendance. Okay. Obviously if it's, if your team's in the playoffs and you have a home game, it's probably going to be a sellout crowd. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the average fan watching a playoff baseball game. Those stats and TV ratings have been declining for the last three years. No one is watching playoff baseball anymore. And Forbes magazine wrote an article and said, the reason that no one's watching playoff uh, playoff baseball, excuse me if I said basketball, stupid. No one's watching playoff baseball anymore because the major market teams consistently keep going to the playoffs. They consistently keep going. It's the major market teams because there's no salary cap in baseball and it continues to allow the teams that we already know and see going there, and it's not a fresh of breath air. People keep switching it off every time they see the Yankees there, every time they see the the Boston Red Sox there. It consistently happens year after year where you see major market teams, and you can look over the past uh, few winning teams of all the last couple World Series, you will occasionally have somebody who's out of a major market, but 
what ha- what's happening is people see that and they don't care because they've seen this movie before. They've seen the same teams go to the playoffs year after year and they get bored of it. Okay, so let me bring up this stat for you. So, as of right now, I just pulled the top 10 attendance leaders. Okay, so I just want everyone to, to kind of note this because it's an interesting stat. And I, I did I did this work on my own. I didn't pull this. I pulled the stats from other places, but I'm pulling this together to make a point. That's my point. So, the top 10 teams in attendance leading. So, they're the attendance leaders, top 10, which means they've had the most people show up two games from this point. In order, from number 1 to 10, is the Dodgers the St. Louis Cardinals, the New York Yankees, the Chicago Cubs, the Los Angeles Angels, the Philadelphia Phillies, Boston Red Sox, Milwaukee Brewers, Colorado Rockies, Houston Astros. In that order. Top 10 attendance leaders. So at this point in the season, those are people who are going to the those games the most. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Payroll leaders, as in who's spending the most on their teams? Boston? Chicago, New York Yankees, LA Dodgers, San Francisco, San Francisco, the Nationals, St. Louis, Houston, the Mets, and the Angels. Those are the teams that are paying the most in the league. Because baseball, for those people that don't know, baseball doesn't have a salary cap, which means it's a pay-to-play league. There's no limit on what you can put out and for money wise, there's a luxury tax, which goes into effect, but that doesn't really, that's just out of the owner's pocket. There's not a limit for spending the most amount of money. The luxury tax doesn't really affect the teams. So out of that, what I'd list that I just read you six out of the 10 of those teams are in the attendance leading teams. That means 60% of the teams that are high payroll teams also are teams that are leading the, the the league this year in attendance. So is that a coincidence? No, it's not a coincidence at all. It means that people and teams who pay more and put a better product on the field are going to reap the benefits of getting higher attendance, hence why they pay, right? They pay a lot of money so that they can Get a really good team so that people go out and watch, okay? So what I am saying, and this is what I'm leading it to, is people, obviously what I just said before, people want to see a breath of fresh air. But look at the names that I just read off that list. Every single one of those teams in the payroll leading aspect and in the attendance leading aspect are almost all, except for a few, almost all major market teams which means they get the big money because they're in a major market. They're able to get more attendance. They're able to market their team better. They get all the TV ratings. I mean, how many times is ESPN going to show us New York Yankees versus the Red Sox? I mean, I understand that that's a rivalry game, but Jesus, how many games do we need to see on ESPN? See, people get bored. They don't want to watch the same two teams all the time on national television. Because if you're just the guy who sits at home and flips through the channels and is wondering what's on during the summer when there's no other sport really on except for baseball, you want to kind of see something different. And that's what the statistics and the ratings have said about the postseason baseball play. They want to see something different. So what I am suggesting, and this is the hot take, this is where it goes through. I want to see a salary minimum 
put in place, okay? Not a cap, because a cap is the, the max amount you can, you can spend, right? If I were to implement a baseball cap right now, you would never get the major market teams to, to buy into that factor. No one on this planet who lives in New York or LA and owns any of those teams would contribute to the salary cap because that ruins what they've built out there. And they would not be able to pay for all those people. Yes, it'd be great, but they would never agree to it. But what they would agree to is a salary minimum because that would not affect the major market teams, but it would make teams who lie at the bottom of the payroll list. Okay. And it's drastically different. Okay. I can bring up those statistics just to show you that how drastically different it really is. And in terms of payment. So the Red Sox on a 25-man payroll roster, they pay $158,460,859. Okay, so let's go all the way to the lowest person on the payroll. Okay. And that's Tampa Bay. Technically, it's the Pirates. But when you factor in the other things the Pirates have, and the injured reserve and retained and buried and blah, 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 blah. You go all the way down to the end. It's right now, the team spending the least in baseball, period, is the Tampa Bay Rays. The team spending the most in baseball is Boston Red Sox. So see what I'm saying? is, And the difference is huge. So just in the 25-man payroll alone, the Tampa Bay Rays are fielding a 25-man roster that cost them $48 million. Wow, Boston spends, a, uh, spends literally $100 million more dollars. They spend $100 million more dollars on their payroll. And do you think that helps? Absolutely it helps. So if you put a salary minimum and said, you need to field the team, that'll cost you $90 million. Right? That's when you put the cap at. It needs to be $90 million. Then you would have all the free agents in baseball get jobs. You would have everybody fielding the best possible team that the league wanted, and they should overall see their league ratings go up. And then, once your ratings get up a little bit, you can also work on making the games shorter, figuring out how to speed up at bats. Okay? I can't tell you how frustrated I get. I was just at a Giants game because I'm out, I live out here in California. I was at a Giants game about, I'd say, a month ago. I'm sitting up in the stands, and the Giants are playing the Tampa Bay Rays. This guy goes into bat, sit, gets in the box, you know, does his little warm-up swings, right? Then puts his hand out, steps outside the box. Sits there, warms up, warms up, puts his hand back out, goes back in the box. He, consist, he does this and, cons, and continues to do this for four more times. He puts his hand out, stops play, and warms up. Whatever he's doing, mentally preparing himself as a batter, I don't know. But as a fan, that pisses me off. Okay, I'm not even a Giants fan. I stood up and I was like, get in the box. Get in the box. Hit the ball. The object of the game is you sit there in the box. The ball comes. You hit it. You go around the bases. You score. That's the game. No more of this. They should ban people from doing that, putting their hand up in the box. Okay? That should cost you. Okay? You should have a, like a timeout limit. And every time you do that, that's a timeout that you get burned. And once, once you get to that limit, you can't do it anymore. The, ML, the Major League Baseball needs to start cracking down on that because that is ultimately ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And once 
it all ties back to the same thing as what I'm talking about is the average fan doesn't want to sit there and watch three hours, especially on television. They sure as shit don't want to spend three hours. Nobody in today's day and age, especially uh, the millennial generation who is coming up into age, is saying fuck baseball. Excuse my language again. But that's what they're saying because it takes three hours of the day. They don't have three hours to give. I certainly don't. And if I did have three hours to give on a day, I wouldn't go sit there and watch a baseball game if I had no aspirations of, like, you know, for the team to win. Or, like, I have no stake in the game. Yes, I enjoy going to the ballpark on a day off, you know, once in a blue moon. Who doesn't? It's an American pastime. That's what it is. It's the American pastime. That's how we pass our time, hence the word. But at what point can you say, okay, enough is enough? Three hours. How long can we spend there, okay? Like, I am a diehard football fan. I'll watch football as long as it takes for the game to be over. I don't care. But I'm not the average fan. I understand that. And that's where I put that aside. For That's what baseball is missing. Is they're missing out on understanding what the casual fan wants. The casual fan wants everyone to be competitive. The casual fan wants to see different people in the playoffs. And the casual fan wants people to enjoy the game that doesn't take them three hours. You have to plan your whole day around that. That's crazy. If you're an average fan, that's like, I just want to throw this out of here. Like, just throw these statistics up here so that people can understand. So, really, it, it, it all started like pretty much, pretty much at the turn of the 80s. We, we were sitting about two and a half hours a game, which is, which is fine. Two and a half hours is fine. If, if, you, if you can justify 200 hours, or two, sorry, two hour, two and a half hours is a, is a justifiable time to watch and sit there for a baseball game. It really is. But then, right after that, right after the in the eighties and nineties, times just skyrocketed. I mean, and the you could all ulti- you could ultimately implement that this is a problem because of now they're challenging replays and you can challenge things. And, and and I think replay ultimately is slowing it down, especially nowadays. If I can challenge. Uh, the call on the field, if he's safer out or whatever, or if it's a fair or foul ball, and I can look at that stuff and I can challenge as a manager, that's definitely going to slow things down. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be replay. That's a whole nother debate. But ultimately, technology has slowed this game down. So you as a league need to sit down and say, why are our ratings consistently lower? Why are we losing attendance? Because those are the factors. Today's day and age, Kids growing up, going to have money to spend and going to a baseball game is the, not their priorities. You're losing the casual fan. And, and baseball needs to wake up and smell the coffee because if they don't, they're just going to start losing money. Okay, even... Even... Ever, like, the media attacks the NFL and says, oh, they're losing fans, they're losing fans. No, they're actually not. And I talked about that in another podcast. They're not. Their revenue's never been higher. And baseball's revenue continues to grow, and it does. Why do you think Bryce Harper got paid $350 million? There's only the revenue goes up, but the attendance is dropping. And 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 they they sit there and question why. And, and they want to know why. I, I can tell you why. Because the games take way too long. They need to implement new rules to make the games go faster. They tried with this reliever thing, but that's not a big enough deal. Like I said, they got guys holding their hand out in the box, which is ridiculous. That I watched one at bat. I was at that game and watched one at bat that literally went on for 10 minutes. Why shouldn't at bat go 10 minutes? That's crazy. 
it's it's ludicrous. And it's, it's and if you had no skin in the game, you would walk out. You would. You would leave. Like I have fun when I go to baseball games. I really do. I sit in the outfield. I, I do my due diligence job, which is to harass the other team's outfielders. That's your job. You're under, you you got to get involved as a fan. That's because it's a long game. You got to have something to entertain yourself with, and that's my entertainment. But for the casual fan who doesn't know a lot about baseball, who just goes because it's something to do, they're not going to turn it on television if it's three hours, and they certainly aren't going to go if it's three hours. Especially if you have kids, because that's the whole American thing, right? Is you always oh, take your son to a baseball game. You take a five-year-old to a three-hour game, he's not making it through the three hours. You're leaving. And that's just through nine innings. That's not even talking about through games that have extra innings, which only the average, for most part, is only a few minutes more. But it, it's, it still adds up, okay? Baseball is in a world of hurt. And I honestly, I really do love the sport. It's, it's America's pastime. If you don't like the sport, you're just an idiot. But I can I can understand why people leave or turn it off. It totally makes sense. I, I can completely condone saying this game's too long. I can't stay here. That totally makes sense to me because I've set aside my beliefs because I would consider myself the casual fan. And I'm not the casual fan for football. As if you've heard me talk about before, you would know. But honestly... I went to three baseball games so far this year. One, because Giants fans are ridiculous and they've given up on their team, even though they just won a World Series like a couple years ago. It's another topic we can get to in another day, but tickets are super cheap over there. And I can take the ferry from where I live over to the game and come back, and it's a super cool adventure because you go on the ferry, you get the drink on the ferry, you go to the ballpark, I get the drink over there, I'm having a good time, it cost me $7 for tickets. It's pretty. I pay more for the ferry ride over to the park than it does for me to go into the park. So, yes, baseball is a fun activity. It's a good time, absolutely. But again, I'm impartial because I understand the rules, and I kind of follow baseball a little bit. But for the And I would consider myself a casual fan, but for the absolute casual fan... The guy who just wants to go have a good time, he's not going to stay for three hours and six, three hours and three minutes as it is right now. He just isn't. So I think in in conclusion, really, like I said, the salary minimum would make me want to watch more because I would see more competitive games being played from, and it would just increase the play all around. I, I wouldn't see games where there'd be like there shouldn't be teams beating other teams eleven to one or fifteen to three. Okay, that that's that's terrible. That just means that the competition in the league is is out of there. I understand there's gonna be blowout games where you just have bad pitching and it happens. But if I can consistently see where I, I turn on the t- on ESPN and the little ticker tape runs across the bottom and it tells me the, the baseball scores. And I can and I see more than five games that have scores outlandishly. That makes me believe that the talent in baseball is different team to team. Which, if I look at the payroll, like I said earlier, and you compare the bottom team who's 30th and the first, there's a hundred million dollar difference. I don't care who you are, but you get what you pay for in life. That's a fact. Okay. Everyone knows that. You get what you pay for. And the look at the Rays and look at Boston. 
You get what you pay for. And that should be in the mindset of, of the Emma in the major in Major League Baseball. It should be in their mindset. They should want to implement a, a salary minimum. They really should. Because it's only going to make competition better. And it's going to make there be smaller market teams competing with larger market teams in the playoffs, where it matters, where you get the biggest draw. So that's my take on it. That's what I'll, that's really all I have to say on it. I, like I said, I, I doubt that'll ever happen. I doubt they'll ever implement a salary minimum. There's been talks about it. There's been talks about so many rule changes that never get changed. Okay? Like the whole, the National League, American League, the difference between having a DH in the American League, which is a designated hitter, which means your pitcher, your starting pitcher doesn't have to hit in the batting rotation. Like, that's another crazy rule, too. That the fact that, I mean, you want to know why people get confused about baseball rules. You have a league who plays each other, okay, the NL and the AL, and they have different rules. That's crazy. That would be the same thing as the AFC and the NFC having completely different rules and then playing each other. Right? That's ridiculous. That's that this needs to change. Everything about baseball is and and I hate the old people who are like, that's the way the game's played. Yeah, well, if I go back in history and look at the way the game's played, it's changed so much. And you guys just need to stop. You need to get the whole all those old people with that get off my lawn mentality you need to stop. Okay. Baseball is some sacred game. It's allowed to change and evolve. Okay, that's what happens. Okay, we look in the, we look right now. It's becoming a complete home run derby. That's all what it is. That's because that's what the fans care about. It's exciting. People want to see scores. Why do you think the NFL changes their rules? The NFL changed their rules so that the offense has a they they protect the quarterback, which is the money maker on the team, and it it allows for higher scoring plays because they're they they change the catch the catch rule. They allow for like more bump and run coverage, and you can use your hands more on offense. So they don't call offensive pass interference hardly ever. So it's a scoring league. It's really what it is. It's all about people. It's all about scoring. That's what everyone cares about. That's what the casual fan cares about. That's not what I care about. I like seeing like a, a whole complete team play. But the casual fan who watches the NFL says I want to see scoring. The casual fan who watches Major League Baseball says I want to see home runs. That's why the home run derby gets so many. Like, the Home Run Derby gets better ratings than the actual All-Star game, which is crazy. So, ultimately, yes, the rules need to be changed. Baseball is evolving. They need to cut the crap and have, have just make every everyone have a DH. Okay? The AL is the progressive league with the DH. Make the NL have the DH. You'll, get, you'll have a better hitter. Everyone can now have a better hitter in their lineup so that means that there's 15 teams now who can field who can put a better hitter in that section and there's a potential to see more home runs which obviously people want to see. So it's stupid that the, the that Major League Baseball doesn't make the NL have a DH like the AL does. It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh shout out to uh Tucker for giving me this topic to uh rant on today. If uh Anyone else out there, you want to do what Tucker did, and you want me to do something for you, and you're like, hey, that was cool that he did that for his friend. Maybe he'd do one for me, too, even if I'm, like, not his friend. Well, sure, go ahead and email me at therantelie at gmail.com. Okay, one more time, the rant 
Eli, no spaces, all lowercase, at, that's the Amberson sign. That's uh, if you hit the shift key and then you hold down two, that's what that'll do. And then it's dot, or at G, so Gmail, okay, everyone knows what that is, Gmail, and then dot com. You do that, and then you open up a window on your whatever place you want to send me an email on, whatever your email address is, and you type it up and you say, hey, do this for me, and then I'll do it for you. That's how that works. And that's what Tucker just experienced firsthand. Anyway, thanks a lot for checking it out. Um, again, the podcast is available on seven different places. So whether you have an iPhone, whether you have an Android phone, if you guys want to fight about it, you can do that. But you can both listen to my podcast because I am available on Google Podcast and Apple Podcast. So pretty much I'm just running the market. So go ahead. Find me on any of those places. There's seven of them. Or you can listen to me on Anchor, which is the website, which is available on my Instagram in my, my bio. In the uh, bio, there's my link for the website. So you can share it with your friends. You can screenshot it. You can send it to your grandma, whatever you want to do. Anyway, thanks a lot for uh, listening, and I will see you when I see you.